6.07 on your Tuesday morning. <laughs> you want to fly away, but can you? And if you are able to go, can you get back again? Mm. There is 72-hour strike notice now served by the Airline Pilots Association. This is involving uh, some 1,600 flight crew for WestJet and also for Swoop. Don't mm-hmm. forget Swoop, the subsidiary, would also be affected by it. So... The possibility is that early Friday morning, there could be job action that would ground all flights. It's also possible that the company could lock out Mm. the pilots uh, as of early Friday morning. Perfect timing, both both for irritation and for leverage, I would think, heading into a long weekend. John Gradick is a professor of, uh, of academic programs, coordinator of supply chain logistics operations and integrated aviation management at McGill University. John, great to talk with you again. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's my pleasure this morning. It's kind of a busy morning, though. I yeah. bet you it is for you, John. So uh, yeah. where's your head at when you heard this news? I mean, we the, the talks had continued through the weekend. I know maybe I had my hopes up because I have a flight booked for Monday. Um, were, was this inevitable? Well, I think that, you know, the question was, there's, a, there's such a wide ga- a gap between what the union is looking for and what WestJet is saying is acceptable for them financially. Uh, I think that that's the uh, that, that was a sticking point. I had some hope over the weekend when you know the union did not pull its 72-hour notice mm-hmm. when that cooling off period ended. Uh, so you know, I, I thought that you know they there was some progress, but it seems given the press release I read yesterday uh, that uh, they were just giving you know, the company a chance to kind of you know bring something else to the table. Nothing happened, so. They pulled the pin last night around 8 o'clock. Well, I want to talk about options for, for, for passengers for, for sure. But at the same time, I still need to try and wrap my head around what what's the strike about. You know, there's always, it's it's about job protection, about wages, about benefits, et cetera. Uh, to bring, and we're being told that it's to try and bring it more in line with other airlines in North America. Is there that much of a discrepancy that you're aware of between what pilots for WestJet and Swoop would be making compared to pilots elsewhere in North America? Well, I think that in terms of looking at the Canadian aviation marketplace, I think WestJet's pilots are, if not the best paid, one of the best paid. Um, you know, I think they're they're at a par with Air Canada for the most part, depending on how you classify these pilots. Uh, and then seniority is a big part of it. So the, the top end of the wage scale for WestJet pilots is pretty close to Air Canada's top end. Uh, for that type of aircraft uh, at the lower end at the entry level or at the uh, first officer level it, it would be a little lower than air canada's but i think that the big issue in this one is that the union is trying to create a standard for north america and of course the u.s uh, pilot rates are, are significantly higher than they are in canada so there's a big gap between canadian and american uh, 737 pilot ages, and I think that's what the union is pushing at this point in time. I know we're talking about WestJet right now, but this might not be the last, um, you know, airline strike or, you know, challenging times uh, for the airlines because uh, Air Canada, Air Transit pilots up for negotiations, what, next year as well. So this could be the start of, uh, again, maybe some uh, challenging times for travellers. Well, I think Air Transat, I think the Air Transat has settled with their pilots. I think that was done you know, kind of quickly. When as soon as this thing started to brew, I think they came up with an agreement fairly quickly. So Air Transat's okay. Uh, Air Canada is is the is a big one, uh, and I think that you know what you what you see happening now is Alpa has recruited or has uh, rated 
Air Canada's uh, in-house uh, pilot union and has convinced them to join ALPA uh, based on the positioning that they're taking with WestJet and the in the and the bump and the bump in wages that the ALPA is seeking. So yeah, of course, the Air Canada pilots jumped on the ALPA uh, option. And they are now basically jumping on this bandwagon of having parity with U.S. pilots. So, yeah, it is going to be a very, very interesting 12 to 18 months of negotiation with uh, with Canada's largest carrier. Which brings me to the whole issue of how long will this be allowed to go on? Because I guess there's two ways to look at it. Number one, if you don't have pilots, you can't fly. You can't fly, you can't make money. That's, that's a major, major problem. Secondly... Yeah. These pilots could be in demand elsewhere. So really, if they don't like what they do, they not have the, the, the Canadian Airlines a bit over a barrel? Say, well, we can always get a job somewhere else, Bell. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, I think that, you know, the, the question is, you know, will the airlines in Canada, you know, let those pilots go that easily? And I think that, that that's where the sticking point is on this one, that, you know, we really are talking about, you know, the rating that's being done by U.S. carriers on Canadian pilots, uh, you know, the Canadian aviation standard for pilots is very high. Uh, you know, we're, you know, second to the U.S. in terms of how we train and how we regulate our pilots. So, you know, Canadian pilots are very much in demand in the U.S. So there is a, a significant uh, risk to the uh, survival, literally, of Canadian airlines if the Americans basically go in there and do a full-scale raid on Canadian pilots. And they, they need a lot of pilots. So it's uh, going to be an interesting game to play. So, John, what does it mean for passengers right now? If you have uh, flights booked on, on WestJet, uh, what do you do over the next seven days, 10 days, 14 days? The um, you know the the option right you know the, the options are few and far between unfortunately you know talking about Victoria Day weekend is getting you know busy flights mm-hmm. but I think that what you know you can normally expect you know give WestJet a, a you know a few hours to get their act together this morning they've said they have some contingency plans in place yeah. my my understanding of their contingency plan is refunds um, and uh, they're going to try to protect you if they can uh, unfortunately the protection typically will not be at the same day or the same time that your WestJet flight's been mm-hmm. scheduled for. Uh, so, you know, the odds are, um, you know, pretty good that you'll get a refund. The odds that you'll get another flight on another carrier, slim to none. What about getting back? Let's say you're if you're able to fly out, but uh, your return <laughs> flight is in the middle of the strike. Are they still right. responsible to get you back? Yeah, the, well, the air passenger protection rights basically, you know, you've got four, the airline has got 48 hours, uh, has a window of 48 hours on your scheduled return flight to basically find you another flight. So if you're scheduled to come back, let's say on Monday, uh, you know, the rules are that they have to find you a flight uh, within 48 hours of that original uh, flight that you had booked. And if they can't find you at flight, uh, then you get a refund and then you're on your own to find your way back. Uh, well, you'd get compensation, though, too, wouldn't you? You wouldn't just get a refund. <laughs> you know, oh, we can't get you back within 48 hours, so here's your money back. Good luck. All the best. Well, you know, that's, you know, now you're drawing a fine line about compensation. And the compensation would be, the question is, do the regulations uh, make it very clear that a work stoppage is, in fact, within the airline's control? And the wording is kind of weak in the air passenger protection rights, you know, regulations. 
um, is a strike within the airline's control. And most, you know, the airlines will argue, no, it's not within our control. Is it, you know, it was pulled by the union, wasn't pulled by us. And, and other people would say, as you would say, that, you know, this is definitely within the airline's control. So there's a, there's a bit of, a, of an argument going to be happening over the next 24 hours. And, and to clarify, you know, is this a situation with the WestJet strike? You know, something that's within the airline's control and subject to, to, uh, uh, to compensation. The airline will probably argue not. It's not out of their control. They don't want to pay any more than they have to. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting battle to see how that one works out as well. John, great to talk with you again uh, this morning. Thanks for your insight, your expertise. Let's do it again soon. Uh, oh, I think we will. And good luck <laughs> on your trips. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Chatting this morning with John Graddock, who's uh, out of McGill University, professor of logistics and operations and, uh, and aviation management at McGill. So he, we've talked to him many times. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's well-versed in what's going on in the airline industry. Lonnie makes a good point here. He says, I wonder if the various unions who target specific dates to strike realize they risk eroding whatever sympathy that the public might have with them. Add to that some downright unrealistic wage expectations. This is Lonnie's thoughts. Yeah. Here's the thing about this, though. You know, yeah, I'm going to be ticked off at WestJet for a while for screwing up my flights and my trip. But at the end of the day, I don't have a lot of choice. So at the end of the day, when I have to go book my next flights for my next trip, what do you do? And we're over the barrel as well as passengers. Absolutely. In this country. The pilots. But so what? Yeah. Do they give? You know, and maybe some of them yes. care, but really they don't. It's it's not relevant yeah. to the negotiation. It's not relevant to how they can go forward and continue to do their business because we're not going to have that impact. We'll just boycott. We'll never travel again. Yeah, Like no. you said, we only have so many options. Like we have some choice, but, but not. not yeah. Yes, well, so. you can know I'll never fly this airline yeah, again. I'm whatever. only going to fly. Oh, my goodness. Look at the prices on exactly. that one. Oh, geez. Maybe I will go back to the one that exactly. I can't stand. Oh, it's cheaper. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's frustrating. <laughs> it's not easy trying to fly around when you're, in, you're a Canadian. Doggone it. One-way flight to Sault Ste. Marie at one point this summer, $1,000. Yeah, one way. One way. Uh, 617. <laughs> What's, do you have any flights planned? Anything on the long weekend? Or are you just going to go camping and not have a, have a, have a real fire? Because you can't.